it's enough to heal your own energy when you are healing at the root and the whole thing dissolves your shoulders sit differently welcome to the happy home birth podcast your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support education and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood motherhood. It has a way of bringing up the things that we thought were stored deep, deep down. It pulls them right to the surface. How can we find freedom in motherhood, be the most loving version of ourselves, and heal our families at the same time? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 230 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today we are speaking with my dear friend, Naomi Reyes. Naomi is the creator of Finding Freedom Collective, where she leads mothers to transform their lives from exhausted to empowered. Naomi is a transformation coach and mindset expert. She teaches women how to access the full power of their unique mind so that they can create lasting change in all areas of motherhood. Finding Freedom is a collective group for mothers to experience true connection, support, and transformation. Naomi is a compassionate leader, a mother of four, a believer in the power of the present moment, and a woman who is constantly seeking to evolve and grow in her own journey of life. She is a Christ follower, a wonderful role model, a beautiful mentor. I adore her so deeply, and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Now, before we jump in, I do want to let you all know that by the time this airs, I will be super close to my guest date, which we all know baby could come before, baby could come after, uh, totally up to their plan, the Lord's plan, and I'm so excited for that. And I wanted to share what that's going to mean for the podcast in the coming weeks. So what's going to happen is I have two more episodes that are going to be airing and then, and I'm not stopping airing episodes, but after those two fresh new episodes air, we will be entering 12 weeks of my maternity leave episodes. Those are going to be encores. So basically I have chosen 12 episodes from the last four and a half years that I wanted to reshare that I think are really powerful and it's interesting to go back really far in time from the podcast and even hear how my thoughts and opinions have changed from then to now. It's pretty cool. So I hope that those will be enjoyable for you. I will be airing those 12 episodes. And then after that, I have a, a nice chunk of 16 episodes that I have um, batched with some amazing podcast guests and beautiful home birth stories um, that we will begin to air after those encore episodes. So uh, that's what things are going to be looking like. I am taking my own advice. I am going to be resting hard these next few weeks. I will absolutely be sharing my birth story as soon as the maternity leave episodes are done. So about 12 weeks from now, Thomas and I will have an episode that we will be sharing that will share the beautiful birth story of this baby, however it unfolds. I can't wait to know what that's going to be like. Um, so yeah, just wanted to give you a heads up. I so appreciate 
your prayers and your thoughts for us in this time. We're so excited to welcome this amazing new life and just see who the Lord has chosen for our family. I'm gonna start crying now, <laughs> but uh, we're just so excited and I am so grateful for all of your thoughts and prayers. Okay, let's jump into this amazing episode with Naomi. Please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa. And this show is not medical advice, it's an educational tool, so continue to take empowered responsibility for your health and your family. Naomi, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I adore you, and I think the world of just what you do and the podcast and the women you serve, so I'm super excited. Well, the feeling is mega mutual, my friend. (laughs) That is why I am so excited to have you on the podcast. You have been a wealth of knowledge for me in these last few months and just such an incredible friend, and I'm so excited to be able to share what I've learned from you with my listeners. So before we get into all of that, could we take just a moment to hear, to have you introduce yourself to the listeners? Yes, perfect. Um, So I'm a transformation and mindset expert, and I have such a heart for working with mothers. Um, It's near and dear to my heart. It's my own uh, journey into motherhood is really uh, fully what um, kind of stirred up uh, the most growth in my own life. And so I, um, yeah, I just, I'm very dedicated to mothers and healing. And, um, when it comes to the mind, I get really super geeked out about that and the power of the mind and how much, you know, we have this capacity to heal and to grow unlike any time before, like we didn't get a lot of this, um, opportunity, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So my work is really uh, grounded around understanding the mind and really serving the community of mothers that are in front of me. Mm, I love that. And yep, community of mothers needs to be served. I mean, there's just so much. And and truly, you know, our our society, our culture, like our lifestyle is so fast paced and so frenetic in so many ways. So having people like you who really understand this ability to slow down, to ground and root in motherhood, especially such a transformative time, uh, it's just so exciting. So I can't wait to get to all of the application sides of things and um, and hear what it is exactly that you do now. But before we get to that, I'd love for you to kind of take us on your journey. You know, you are this mindset expert. How the heck did you get there? What what was it in your own life that brought you to this place? Yeah, so my story is similar to many, but also uh, unique as well in all the variables. But um, I, I really came from quite a toxic home and toxic upbringing. And um, when I got out into life, like really experiencing the world for the first time on my own out of that dynamic, I just felt like there was something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Like there was something um, so fundamentally wrong on the inside that I just, it looked like everyone else was doing so much better. (laughs) I mean, truly so much better. And that, you know, 
launching point of getting, getting out on my own was really um, like my first dance with therapy. And the journey that I had with support in talk therapy was probably like 15 plus years. And, um, you know, while it held me and while it was a safe space for me and while it was validating for me, I kind of had this, I would say to my friends even, like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to be a candidate for not being in therapy. <laughs> like, I, it was just like this roller coaster of no matter how much we worked through the next season of life that was a hiccup for me, everything got stirred up again. And I just really came to feel and experience that I wasn't healing anything at the root. It was just being sort of like a little Band-Aid would get placed, things would calm, but the core problem and wounding was still there. And so that became so frustrating for me as a human and still having that feeling inside my body, like now I'm an adult and I still feel so broken on the inside. Mm -hmm. um, and then to, to bring it back to motherhood, um, you know, in my 20s, I started to say things like, and I want to preface this by saying there is no shame on mothers and making mistakes. There's no shame on my parents or your parents. They did the best that they had. They did the best that they could with what they had. And understanding even the time that they grew up in is so important because we didn't even understand healing in the way that we do now. And so even the tools that they had access to, it's not what we have now. Like we are truly blessed to understand that the mind can evolve and change and grow. Um, but that being said, there was unhealth there. And, and now I was a woman about to be a mother myself and realizing the dynamics that I didn't want to play out again. Mm -hmm. And so in my twenties, I really believed that noticing those things that happened in my upbringing and declaring, I'm not going to do that, or I'm not going to be my mother in regard to the, the, um, the hurts. I believe that was enough. Right. I felt it like, so strong. Like that declaration is it. I'm, I'm not going to do that because I know what that feels like. And then maybe you can, uh, can connect with this in some level. But then once I was a mother, the stuff was just pouring out of me. Like I had no control. I had no ability to pause. Everything I said I wasn't going to do. Now I'm a mother realizing it's not as easy now. It's not as easy as just declaring. Right. Like I really had to go to the root. I had to find the root of the problem and dissolve it there. Otherwise, here we are. My your children are your greatest like launching point. They're just stirring you, stirring your stuff up, stirring your stuff up. <laughs> and it's a blessing because it's calling you to healing if you're, you know, if you're willing to. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it can be a challenging time and a challenging time to realize, oh, my declaration isn't working. Right. Yeah. It's it it is that idea of like just how you said, I've been doing this talk therapy for years. <laughs> I have been working on this forever, mm. but then the rubber meets yeah. the road. Like what's mm. really working here? What What's really changing about me internally? And then how is that affecting this next generation? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it, it is unbelievable the the sanctification process of, of having children and 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 being exposed to your weaknesses uh, really just having to take an 
for those who are willing to look, you know, sometimes I, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, yeah, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even care. But for those who like you had declared, I shan't, <laughs> like, I won't, <laughs> I, that is not who I am. And then you find yourself doing this dang old yeah. things that you said you weren't going to do. And yeah. that like, oh, that cognitive dissonance of like, I know this isn't who I am. Like, I know this isn't who I want to be. What gives? Yeah, it's really something. It's this out-of-body experience, right? And it's it's one of those things where now that I have the tools and I understand the mind, like I've strengthened a, strengthened a muscle that I didn't used to have, mm. where there's this ability now to pause and like almost like because it's a way of being now for me, even if I'm like can't escape and go do all the things, I have the strengthening of this muscle to get present, mm -hmm. to really pause and to even soothe and care for myself in the moment where my kids are still in front of me. My spouse is still in front of me. All the things that are triggering are still there, but I can now see the whole of it almost like really come inside my body and just presence and calm for a moment. So then, you know, later I can do more work if, if needed, but there's this, this new layer of strength that I have now inside of me. And, you know, talking around and around in the problem at times talk therapy is that way, right? We're talking through all the things that happened. And, and while we do need to connect with where we've been and, and, and what's happened week after week, staying in the story really keeps the story alive it keeps our focus on it. And um, the trap in connecting even with friends or with our therapist in that way, um, it, it's like what we have our attention on, what we've got our eyes set on, meaning it's the problem. It's the thing that we don't like. It's the thing that we're you know, struggling against. When hyper-focused is placed on that, it is just growing and growing and growing. There is no room for the mind to come in and do something different. You are going to walk yourself right towards that thing. Um, example, you know, uh, carrying on the generational trauma of your grandmother and your mother. That is what is going to happen when you stay stuck in the story. Mm. Um, so I think the time that we're in is... I mean, I count it just a pure blessing for science to be catching up with God in a sense and understanding that, you know, we have so much power. We have been given so much power over our mind and our thoughts and the, the problem or the belief system or the, the loop, right? Or like, how am I going to do this? So oh, where, where's this all going to lead? Like when our mind is doing that, it's just a pattern. Yep. It's not actually us. We are stuck in a pattern and all we need are a few really easy, gentle tools to go in and just dissolve that pattern. And when the pattern comes down, there is this presence and peace in the body where I'm telling you from personal experience and how I live my life now, you can hear from God like, like, like you have not been able to connect before when that pattern breaks your the holy spirit like the internal guidance that you have inside your system is now nudging you it's leading you it's prompting you and you begin to hear more clearly so i look at this work as um just so beneficial from a place of like 
we're not trying to be the one to have the answers and figure it all out with control. All we have to do is quiet the mind, really presence, take care of our emotions in the moment we're experiencing something. And then God just shows up with the answer Mm -hmm. inside our actual body. Um, I don't want to you're the hog but I like no, it on. <laughs> that is why you are here Naomi you are here to drop this on this. this is so good what I love though and it just like drew me <laughs> to Philippians uh when mm. we're talking about this idea of okay so and, and and what can happen and goodness knows I I had my stint in talk therapy um and I mm. there I, there is a big part of me that feels like it did way more damage and allowed me to be a not great person <laughs> for a period of time with this idea like, oh, I can just be selfish. And like, I don't know that my experience wasn't great with talk therapy, um, ruminating on all of these little things. Like it just it kind of turned me into a mess. And then when we compare that with Philippians, Four eight, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know Paul saying, "Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, mm-hmm. whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm-hmm. Where is our mind? What are we yeah. focusing on in the day to day and the the trenches quotes <laughs> around it of life?" What are we thinking on? And it sounds to mm-hmm. me like that's kind of where where you've gone with this, this idea of, okay, it's good to understand our story. It's good to understand what, you know, what has happened to us and how we got to where we are. And mm-hmm. also, now what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I really connect with what you're saying. And especially it's, I mean, it's in the word, right? It's in the word of God. Just, and um, I, uh, yeah, it just really like moves right into my spirit to hear the word of God, even just calling us towards this place of, you know, where is our focus and the understanding that truly if it is on the problem truly if it is on um you know getting too far ahead in the future right trying to control and over plan um that's where anxiety comes in Mm -hmm. going too far Mm -hmm. in the future anxiety is right there to meet us lingering for too far in the past you know getting stuck in like my story who i've been how bad it was all the things that i've already you know uh the the mistakes that I've made, then depression is there for me. So it's not about lingering too far in either one of those, but being in the now, mm-hmm. being in this moment right now where we have power, where we can hear from God, where nothing bad is happening to us. This present moment right here, where we have the most power in our lives And so um, that's just something that I really try to impart to my clients. And, you know, when the feeling of anxiety and depression are coming in, it's like it's just coming right back into our bodies right here and presencing the now. I love that. I'd love to hear how how did you get to this place? Like how is it, you know, how is it that you are able to embody this like this right now moment? What does that look like for you? 
Yeah. So I want to, um, so first I had this incredible therapist. I had my last stretch with therapy was incredible and it was with an EMDR therapist and they work a lot with, um, post-traumatic stress disorder and, um, depression and anxiety and all the things that I just listed. And one of the incredible things about her and right with any counseling or therapy, like not everyone is created equal. And so if you're being led by someone right now, or you're being guided to be led by someone, um, you know, in that modality, like there are incredible gifted humans, right? It's Mm -hmm. just about finding the right one. But the incredible thing that my um, last therapist did for me was we did the work in session. And then she introduced me to a handful of the tools that I use now in my own coaching, where it was like she understood how important the time between our sessions actually was. And she wanted to introduce me to tools, mindset tools that were going to help me to continue to do the work that we had started in our session. And this was a maybe, oh gosh, maybe four years back. But I remember she had told me, you know, with knowing my story that we were probably going to be together for the next year, year and a half. And so I was like really buckling in for the long haul. And maybe that second week of being together, she introduced a tool that it was like, you know, take it or leave it. It wasn't a forced thing, but I wanted to heal. (laughs) And so I was so motivated. And so I started using some of the mindset work and really like taking care of myself in the week before I know it, she's literally like encouraging me out the door, graduating me less than three months. I mean, I think we were only together like two months, two and a half months, something like that. And she was like, Naomi, I've never had anybody like, you know, I'm offering a tool and it's not like a have to, right? So you really use the tool. <laughs> and we grew, I grew, we, you know, the whole session just like, it was like, we went further than <laughs> that I had ever gone in any counseling because it was like at that point I had been introduced to what the mind could actually do. I was introduced to really the power of the mind and how there are these patterns that we get in loops that we get in. And the brain is so magnificent that like it's trying to keep us safe at all times. And so when it uses a pattern to keep us safe, it's like, oh, like, let's keep doing this pattern. Like, let's keep doing the same thing. Cause if you react the same way and you go off the same way, and then your the reaction is this, and you eventually, we eventually rest. The brain knows, like, you'll eventually stop and give up or rest. And so it'll keep these patterns in place that we don't actually want. They don't actually serve us. But it's like, it's just a loop that can't be broken until somebody comes in and just like shakes it a little bit. And so I just, I got so empowered by how the mind was able to um, just come alongside actual change and dissolving of patterns. And it just, uh, it just got me super excited. So from that launching point of being, you know, in those two to three months with her, I just went after my own uh, just um, almost like education like reading and going after like a lot of people who understood the mind and who had done a lot of scientific research on even just how thought alone. I mean, there's so many dedicated right now and who have been over the last 10 to 15 years who are going in 
you know, using FMR to like actually see what the brain is doing, what the actual brain waves look like, having a person, that same person with the monitor on, you know, they've got all this disassociation and all of this, you know, almost like fireworks going off in the mind. And then they prompt that person to just calm the mind, change the thought, maybe even visualize something calming. And within minutes, the physiological like aspect of the brain is changing in minutes within 10 minutes, even further, even more is happening. So it's like, we have evidence, like we have so much science to show. And so it got me even more excited. And then I I went after certification to help women in general, just to eliminate anxiety in the body, to calm the nervous system, to, um, you know, dissolve looping thoughts and really just help them to heal from the inside out. Um, so I feel like it's been this excited journey of becoming a coach, um, but also continuing to do like my own like research. And I still, still am learning from so many around me. I have an incredible mentor that you've actually had on the podcast and, you know, she still supports me. Like I, I'm always growing. I love growth. I love mindset. I love watching women evolve and just, you know, where they've, felt like they've been stuck and like nothing is going to change and there's heaviness. It's like you just can go in and so quickly eradicate that experience of life. And so that's where my passion and purpose and just pure enjoyment comes from. I love that so much. Also, yes, shout out to Greta. We love Greta. Yes. Um, <laughs> she's the most wonderful. My mentor and just such a gifted human. So sure is. yeah, she's one of the greats. So one of the things that – I am thinking of as you're having this conversation is just how that transition from maiden to motherhood or just the re-entrance into motherhood, our experience of motherhood can feel so, so difficult, so heavy. Um, and I, I talk to mothers a lot (laughs) in this line of work (laughs) and and some of the themes that come up over and over and over again is with this transition feeling incapable feeling like i can't who am i to do this who am i to make these decisions I need outside support. And we certainly see this, you know, uh, the system is really set up for this. And, you know, when we look at the hospital system and how it's like, well, let me take care of this. You can't, you can't make decisions for yourself. I will make them have the answers. (laughs) Right. And how that is really for so many women, their introduction into motherhood is this pregnancy and birthing experience where they are really dehumanized and also just like infantilized. Like, you know, you're, you're a little child and you need me to take care of this for you. And so I know that birth experiences alone can, can lead to this, but there's, there's just, there's so much societally that is, is going on. So this mindset work and the power of the mind, can you speak to that specifically? Yeah. So, um, just speaking to (laughs) moms that I work with and the, the, the place that we often get to is like repetitively, like this questioning of ourselves, this questioning of our, um, our internal guidance system, like a lot of what we deal with in our sessions, it comes up continually that, um, 
you know, women that I'm coaching have this experience of I make the decision and then I'm totally like, oh my gosh, like I said the wrong thing. I totally ruining my kids. Like I've messed the whole thing up. And it's almost like this, like you spoke about, it's a, a society as a whole is really stealing in a sense empowerment for mothers. And it can very much be solidified from the birthing experience, but I would even go so far as to um, bring in our upbringing. You know, when we've had parents who were unable to really um, validate us and allow us to make decisions and hold us in this safe space, or maybe they had a lot of negative things to say about us, or maybe they were terrified themselves and just really held us in this really tight boundary. And um, you know, we grow up believing that we don't have what it takes. And then we get into society and we're about to become a mother. And we, you know, very much have a system that is trying to do to us and to tell us what's right for our bodies. And, and then it's just like, it's like this escalating of this feeling. And now the experience of motherhood of just, you know, having a conversation with a friend and being terrified to say the wrong thing, uh, how, you know, and, and not just a friend, but another mother. I mean, that just even will exacerbate the situation even more because it's like a peer. Mm. It's like, you know, I want to even be safe with other women and other mothers. And like, maybe I've gone too far. Like maybe my thoughts and my internal guidance is wrong and I'm going to offend her or I'm going to, you know, just, this one decision is going to somehow hurt my children for a lifetime. I mean, these deep rooted fears and, and the space of constantly questioning ourselves. Um, my journey alone was like, I got into motherhood. And it was like, tools are great, but I was like living or dying by the books, like parenting books. And like, I always felt like I had to find people older than me, like in a, in a frantic way, you know, not just, Hey, some good healthy tools, but like it was this deep inner thing that I didn't have what it took. Mm. I was broken. I was already broken from my childhood. I was already broken from my past. How was I going to be this mother that God was calling me to be? Like really a healthy parent, not doing what was done in my generational line. Like how do I even do that if I am seeking out only external guidance. And so as I started to heal, as I started to really oh, learn how to care for my emotions, learn how to really tap into the, the subconscious, the unconscious part of the mind where all the power lies, I started to have this new grounding just show up in my body. Like it was almost immediate. I found a, a coach um, and I'm just going to say it. My first coach was Greta. And she really brought me to the experience of understanding like how quickly I could shift big negative feelings, panic in my body, nausea at my stomach. Like I could dissolve it like this. And when that started to happen, I started to have this experience of more grounding moment to moment. And it, it really like, it changed my prayer life. It changed the moments where I felt stuck, where maybe I was questioning myself, but I could go right to the tools, calm my body in an instant and like just go to God instead of going to this massive amount of tools. Like it's like internet and podcasts and all the things like 
Yes, if you're called to something and you've been led there and you feel that nudge, it can very much well serve you. But if you are just in a sea of tools and your only answer is outside of you, the only answer is external people who did it with their kids, all those answers become draining and exhausting because guess what? That's not the answer for us. Mm -hmm. It's, we don't have the same variables. Like our children aren't going through the exact same thing, but God has this answer, this answer that might even not make sense to your friends or to the world, or probably isn't even in the parenting book. It's like available. It's always available to us. And so when I started to learn, when I started to, you know, um, really commit to having a mentor and a coach alongside me. Um, the other thing that I experienced with my time with Greta was I was involved in a community with her. And so for the first time I was seeing other women uh, navigate life in this way where they were getting answers from inside themselves. God was giving them the answer right inside their internal guidance system. And when I even got a small taste of it, it was like it ignited a fire inside of me where I just really got like, I just started to figure it out. Like this is a different way of living so far beyond my experience of life up until this point, everything started to change for the better. My relationship with my kids, uh, my relationship with really everyone in my sphere. And I found that I was having more impact in my, look, the the role of mother, it, it's a role. We have so many roles as women, right? And a mother is involved in so much. We have so much impact. And when we are able to like not seek someone else's answer all the time, when we're able to just go within and really find what is being given to us naturally in this moment right now, we have the kind of impact that we had only dreamed of in the past. It's like now we see. And so my life has become about impact. My life has been about getting caught in that stillness now and hearing from God like on the regular. And um, yeah, I just... I feel like I, <laughs> I could talk forever about how different my life is in just even a few short years. I mean, uh, it's incredible to have tools that work. It's incredible to have tools that, you know, when you're in a moment and it's like you can't get your therapist on the phone or you can't, you're, you know, your friends aren't available, like you can still get the answer. Mm -hmm. You can actually get a better answer. Right. Your answer, like the answer for yeah, you. And I the answer for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that that's what's really special about this is it's kind of that differentiation between like, oh, I've got all these tools versus no, the tool is leading me to the internal answer, you know, all of these external things versus no, I'm, I am, I'm seeking something that's already here. It's already been given to me. Like it's already, it's already, I've got it. I've got the structure. I've got the system. It was in, ingrained in me. You know, I, we are made in his image. Like I've got this. It's just being able to focus in and access what it is that we have. And that's, it sounds like, to me, it sounds like there is this blending of, 
understanding the past, like understanding what these triggers may be from, and then also being able to to recognize that for what it is, and then to say, okay, and now what? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I've come to see and really learn that it's so much gentler than I ever thought because in the early days of me getting help and I'll, I'll still go back to this, like for what I needed at the time in the early stages, like even the therapy that like didn't have what I have now per se, it was holding me. It was giving me a safe space. It was validating me. And so there is a season and a time for everything. Um, but this blending of understanding now, like I used to believe that like I had to remember everything that happened to me. I had to go back and dig it all up. And what about the things that I didn't remember because of trauma? And, you know, it, it got so big in my mind that it was, it was too big. I didn't want to go after it. And now the science we have and what's really out there is it's so much simpler than that. We don't have to go back there and chase down every memory. We don't have to dig up every wound. We can have a general sense of um, healing is possible, but really where the answers are, are, are right now. What's showing up in your week? We don't have to go back and dig. What's coming up now that's triggering you uh, three days ago or last week where you got the tightness in your chest and you literally, it was your body responding before you had time to even think about what you truly wanted to do, that reactive mode. All we have to do is go there. That is directly tied to everything that's happened to us. So all we have to do is be here now with what is showing up in our present day. We heal that. And it's like literally the whole tower starts to collapse. It's the level of healing that is possible for us, even like look in the community with the coaching, yes, all the things, but then when we have the tools and we can still care for ourselves in the week when we're not in the community, when we're not with our coach, like that's where the power is. All we have to do is now take care of what is showing up now. And it's, it's so much more manageable than it used to be. It's it's not this heavy, heavy lifting. And, you know, I even uh, just get so excited because in the learning, it's like, it's not like we can dissolve a heavy negative emotion. We can actually dissolve something like that in 90 seconds. So if you're experiencing even a part of the healing process where tears are coming and they've got a flow. Guess what? You are releasing something that is now healed. That layer isn't coming back. 90 seconds is all it takes to move through an uncomfortable feeling. You can do that. We can do that for the sake of our children. And I'm like, I like, I'm thinking like, I get so motivated because the other part of this is like healing, like healing us that heals our whole environment. Mm -hmm. And often, like we've spoken about this before, the, um, the, the word about energy and speaking of our bodies on, in an energetic way, sometimes we'll turn certain people off and they don't want to use that word and it becomes sensitive, but God made our body of energy. It, we are, there is an energetic field coming from this body. It's how our systems are going. How do you think our heart is pumping and the lymphatic system is going? Like there is energy. We're more made up of energy than we are of physical matter. And so that energy is pushing out. 
And the science is teaching us that you get the sense of even walking into a room, right? You could feel something is off without anyone saying anything. Mm -hmm. You can tell there's a problem with a couple in the corner of the room. You can tell the lighting is like jarring and like our energetic body is feeling that. We know something before it's even been verbally said. This is what I was trying to say. Um, 93% of what we communicate is energetic. It is nonverbal. 93%. So even if you are white knuckling it and holding in all your negative beliefs, you know, protecting your children, not putting anything on anyone, but you're just, you're shoving it down, you're shoving it down. It is felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, even if you're not saying it, the room gets it. Children get it. Oh, yeah. Your spouse gets it. Even if you've not clarified what it is, they know their body feels it. They're giving off energy. I'm giving off energy. And we're showing that and communicating before we're ever able to really own what it is. Which and so we, that is yeah. exactly why it it doesn't matter how much you exclaim, I'm going to be different from my mother. What? And you can believe that and you can try, you can strive yeah, really? so hard. hard. You can just, I mean, you can put all of your energy into, I'm not going to be that. But then that other 93% is like, hey, <laughs> like, guess oh, what hey. I'm doing though? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like it's just going to come up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's truly just going to come up. And so, yeah, that's just the part that like really get, it gets me in like, a real truth moment with myself. I can pretend all I want. I can, you know, not go after uh, healing the stuff that's really tormenting me on the inside. But what I do is I'm really just going to continue to perpetuate the past. I'm still bringing it in. My energetic body is bringing it out. And no matter how hard I'm keeping the words down, the expression in the moment of exhaustion, in the moment of feeling triggered by that shriek by your toddler it is going to send the whole thing that you are like, you're pushing it down. It is going to come up. Mm -hmm. So it's only, it's like you've, it's a, you're on a time clock really. Right. Um, so yeah, this it's wild. It's, I mean, it is, it is wild, but it, it's also, and I, I mentioned this, you know, throughout the podcast a lot, this idea of it, with my own life, there are so many things that I have learned since having my first child mm -hmm. and there then there's options there so okay i can be real mad at myself for not having known the things that i know now back then that is a choice that i have what good is that <laughs> like when i when i realize okay i didn't know that i could heal myself on such a deep level. I didn't know that the way that I was experiencing my life was so deeply impacting my daughter. But yeah. now I do know that. And now I am very in tune with that. And I remember I've talked about this when I had Greta on too. Working with Greta, it was I it really brought so much to the surface of, oh my gosh, my child's dysregulation didn't even belong to her. <laughs> it belonged to me. It was my dysregulation yeah. pushing yeah. out onto her. And, yeah. and I think that that 
for for some of us may be the most clear example of that that energy that connection is with your child maybe your firstborn like i think yeah. the energy there is just at least in my experience it is if i'm off oh baby she's going to be off like it is yeah. immediate we are just so yeah. deeply connected in that energetic way um and so then but but the the great beauty and wonder in that is that when we realize, oh, there's so much that we can do to actually heal this, guess what they get to have? Like they get a big old dose of beautiful healing. Yeah. Amen. I, um, I get so just excited to see moms come into that space of really getting that like our healing is so important. Our healing first is what changes everything else. And so the controller in me, the the one that wants to change everything in my external environment and you thinks I can make it happen, that's actually counterproductive. When I just go after me, that's why, you know, this godly way of making yourself a priority is everything going after yourself as the first point, not worrying about changing anybody else, but just healing this part of your mind, like gently over time, week after week, just little tweaks, just hearing you, just acknowledging what you're really feeling, just not resisting and um, ignoring yourself as a human because you, you are not just a mother. Like you're a woman, you're a daughter of the king you affect everything around you. And I feel like the world and even it's almost like attention got really focused on dads. And, and it was like, you know, deadbeat dads and like, you know, dads who aren't showing up. And I just remember this culture of like the world kind of talking in this manner. And then it was like, almost like because mothers have like the label of like being the nurturing ones and being the loving ones. It was almost like we just got a pass to like not heal and to just over control and to control our partners and to make sure they're doing it right. And, and to almost like disempower even our help around us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the attention is now just being brought back to like, we are an equal partner in this. It's not just about men. It's about women. It's about the impact that we have been given that is beyond, like, it's just such a gift. And it's such a, it's such a calling, you know, to not ignore ourselves, not say, well, when I you know, finally get them in school, like I'll give myself some time and attention. No, it's about being in a community now. Mm-hmm. It's about connecting with other women in a real way now. It's about uh, learning to regulate my own nervous system now because I'm growing children mm-hmm. who are going to go out and also in, and impact the world. And, and I, I don't want this message to in any way even be taken as negative, like for the mom who's listening and goes, oh my gosh, my kids are 10 and 11 or, or they're in college or, or whatever. God gives opportunity all the time. He has shown up in my own life after literally I got these tools. My kids were already out of elementary school. 
And there were parts of me that were like, oh God, now what? Like, I'm just now learning this stuff. Like, I realized I did this and I did this mm -hmm. and I wasn't aware of that. And, you know, I really, there, I have already, I've already doled out some hurt here, right? But as I took my own healing seriously, as I began to question my own thoughts and really sit with my own thinking patterns that were coming up, ways I was viewing the world, God just came in and honored that I was dedicated and that I was doing the work to heal. And he gave opportunity after opportunity to, to help me to heal like big moments with my kids really big moments. So it didn't matter that I had done something six years ago. There were times in my middle schooler's life where he just gave a moment of pure connection, vulnerability between the two of us. And my eyes were blown wide open to what he was doing. And I was like, it's never too late. This is what you're showing me. This is the gift that you're giving me in mentoring and coaching other moms that even when they learn the tools 10 years in, 15 years, 20 years, it's never too late. God helps you go after the healing. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I just... I, mm. I I just think about the gift of that at any point as a, yeah. as a daughter thinking about, oh man, like to have at, at any point a parent come to you and say, Hey, this is what I've been learning. Like, wow, this yeah. is some, this is amazing. And this is how I've been changing. And, and just, and not even having to say that, but just living that out, it's noticeable, yeah. <laughs> you know, changes are so noticeable like that. And, yeah. and this idea of, um, you know, we talk about, or you talk about focusing on healing yourself because that's, what's going to lead to the healing of everybody else. It is that oxygen mask idea, right? Like, you put the oxygen yeah. mask on yourself first <laughs> because yeah. we need to be able to not be incapacitated so that we can yeah. then serve others. Yeah. And and that's exactly what what this is doing. And then once that oxygen mask is on, once we're breathing mm. properly, we're able to focus. Wow, then everybody around us gets the the benefit from that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're so right. And it's, it's enough to heal your own energy. When you are healing at the root and the whole thing dissolves, your shoulders sit differently. The way your face looks when your child is looking back at it is softened. Your eyes present differently. Mm -hmm that the whole energetic field around your body totally shifts. And even if you never went into the whole dialogue of what you healed or, you know, maybe you didn't even fully apologize, but you held them differently and you saw them differently, it changes everything. And your, your children really are like the easiest to come around. They want to forgive. They want to forgive you more than anybody. So if you just even dangle like a little crumb, they're like, yes, oh, yes, it doesn't take that much. But, you know, I just, I just get so um, just in awe of God and this, this real true gift of how he created our mind to be able to do this work, to be able to heal no matter what, to be able to change um, for the better, even things that we have misstepped on, you know, uh, yeah, brokenness that's already transpired. There is always a gift and an, an ability that he is from the present moment prompting us, this is what they need. 
this is what they need to hear. Just step this way. Just do that. It's like the nudges and the guidance are not available in the, all the books. Mm. It's not what your friend did. It's not everyone else's experience. It is very unique to you. And so I just, um, I really encourage mothers to go after their healing. One thing that I want to mention, and then I want to ask you more about this community healing, um, is just a, just a personal aside, but something that I have been really thinking on lately in regards to like, okay, do I have to seek out every single thing in my past and like heal every little thing? And for me, I just had this like I mean, this was several months ago. I've just, I've had this beautiful journey and the realization of you know, the old me is dead. <laughs> the old me died. I am a new being. Yeah. I'm a new person in Christ. I do not have to go dig up the dead. I can yeah. trust that if there are things that need to be healed that are related to the past, they will be softly and gently put in yeah. place. And that yeah. when that happens, I will gladly receive it. I will gladly yeah. do what I need to do with it. But for me to yeah. feel like I need to go on this like archaeological hunt to find yeah. all of my traumas. No, that that person, I buried that person. Like I, I am a new being. I'm not going there. Um, so yeah. I, I'll give you a second if there's anything you want to add to that before I we start talking about the community. Yeah, I just, um, it's such a relief mm-hmm. to know that like, it's almost like the controller in us would want to go back and find all the things and make sure we did it right and make sure we didn't miss anything. But God is just calling us to the one thing. Mm-hmm. So as we regulate, use very specific tools to care for our mind, we are just going to be drawn to the one right next thing. Mm-hmm. It's just one step. And we don't have to go hunt for it. It will be very much revealed. And it it almost comes in line with the busyness um, that we can get stuck in as mothers too. Like all of the doing and the pushing and the pushing and the, I got to control everything and I got to hold everything. Like all of that is just noise mm-hmm. that gets in the way of us really being productive in maybe the three things that God is really calling us to focus on right now. I love it it's uh, more about boundaries. It's more about saying no. It's more about going within, being here in this moment, caring for yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions right here, and then letting God prompt the next right one step. All the power is right there. And it's a complete shift in the in the way mothering will feel, in the way life will feel, a heaviness that was once there will literally just be dropped from your shoulders. Mm. Living like that is possible. Mm, gosh, I love that. Well, with that, I mean, with that being the case, I know that um, I know that you work so well with mothers in community. Um, so I want to hear a little bit more about that, about what it is that you do, about what it's why it's important for it to be in community, um, and yeah. yeah, what that looks like. Yeah. So Finding Freedom is a group and I've moved it into a a membership. And so um, anyone can join. It's a monthly support and care system that's in place for mothers to be with other mothers in a safe space, in a vulnerable space, in a, a connected space, because 
so <laughs> this is what I see. And so I, I have the, the group. I also do one-on-ones for, you know, uh, women who initially maybe need to have more of a safe holding and maybe be able to share some things that aren't in a group setting. And what I find with the one-to-ones is there's this, um, experience of believing like this is only happening to me. Mm. Like this is mistakes I've made or pains I've got. And I'm like alone in this, this darkness, this brokenness. And then when mothers venture into the community and the group coaching, it's this experience of others with the same struggle, with the same pains, with the same controller coming up that's trying desperately to, you know, keep everything going, keep everything going. And like, there's a sense of like not being alone. And when you truly understand in the darkest moments that there are, you know, 50 other mothers feeling the same exact thing, there's this opening. Mm -hmm. And in the sharing of others in the group, it's like, you're hearing yourself being reflected back to you. And so the group is incredible because we have two calls and there's group coaching. So you're getting the experience of being able to have shifts, be coached in a setting that can be more financially freeing for those who might be in a place where finances are, you know, maybe tight right now. So the group setting is an incredible Um, just gift in that way, but also a connection between others. And what I find when the women are getting coached in the group setting is there's something called um, borrowing benefits in emotional freedom technique, where even if you're hearing another woman shift and get the coaching, you are right there placing your own experience, your own thoughts and feelings, and you are shifting too just by listening, just by being in the presence of it. And so more women can be served in a place of transformation, but also like moms that you like now know that you're walking alongside, you saw them in the beginning and you see where they are just weeks later. It's so confirming. It's so um, encouraging and it gives you that space in your body where you have more energy to go the distance because it's the community doing it, not you going it alone anymore. So finding freedom has been um, just born out of my experience with incredible coaching, with community that I've gotten with, you know, seeing how far I went, just having those pieces in place. And I think it's so important for mothers to have this space, you know, the women who are having the most impact on the next generation to have a safe space, to be able to have access to care, to have access to tools that they're going to be able to now take into their week. That's my passion. That's my purpose. And um, yeah, that, that is what finding freedom is. So it's um, it's weekly calls. It's uh, recorded replays for, you know, the mother who can't make the call, but can flip it on two hours later after her kids are in bed. Um, There's also an app that's included where, it's straight from their phone. They can click right into the community, be with all of the moms right there, get questions answered, talk to me directly. Um, and yeah. Mm. That's amazing. Yep. And, and this is, so this is emotional freedom technique based, and I know you've got so much more, all of this mindset work, but using tapping as one of these big, big tools. One of the tools. Yeah. Uh, 
it's changed my life. And so I just get so excited when, when we get to talk about it because it, it really is just such a, it's such a relief to know, even if you, even if you haven't started yet, you can, you can get some of these burdens off of your shoulders in no time. You know, you can begin to heal in such a beautiful way in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Emotional freedom technique is so gentle and it's, I find it so, um, such a gift because it actually does calm the nervous system. So even if, like I mentioned earlier, you're, you know, in the presence of your children, you can't step away or the call that we're doing is later on that night, you can calm yourself in the moment you are disrupted. And you don't even have to go through all the points. You can just pick one Mm -hmm. and just really, really care for yourself in the moment that a reaction is happening. And so I teach many tools, but that is, uh, that is one that, um, is incredible. That is the, one of the ones that I was given in between my EMDR sessions that was, it was, had such a massive impact. It shifted so much so quickly. Mm -hmm. And so I am constantly bringing in new tools to the group and, I love sharing with women. I, I want them to leave feeling empowered that like they're learning so much and changing so much from the inside out that their experience in the week outside of the group, like they're coming back and just announcing like, I didn't do that thing that I always do when my kid does such and such. Like I had this like crazy amount of just peace and like ability to pause. You know, my friend or my partner said that thing that I would normally that one statement would just trigger me and I would have to go explain and justify myself. Like I just paused and I realized like God was telling me not to enter. I didn't have to enter it. And it was like, it's just, it's just, it's, uh, yeah. It's amazing. Something. Well, it's, it's incredible. And it's so wonderful to see what it is that you are doing and the way that you are able to pour into mothers, I have benefited so deeply from your work <laughs> and from your friendship, yeah. and I'm so excited to see what it is that you have created. Um, yeah. I would love if you would take just a minute to share with the listeners where they can find more about Finding Freedom, where they can find more about you, um, and how to get plugged in. Yeah, perfect. So I'm definitely going to give you a link that you can put down in the notes so they'll be able to click on and sign up. I'm going to give a significant promo code, uh, just a blessing of a discount for just your podcast. And so that will go um, until Friday, um, Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, the doors will close. I'm I'm kind of um, thinking it'll be like a founding members type of membership price. And so if they get in before Friday or by Friday at seven, um, they'll be locked into that price. And so I know that the eventually I'm going to need to raise the monthly membership. And when I do that, your ladies, your women will be locked in and the price will not change on them. Wow. So, I'll so give this you is the Friday, link. May 26th, right? Yep. 26th by 7 p.m. Eastern time. Awesome. So I'll give you the link for that. And then they can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Finding Freedom Collective. And the link will be there in my bio as well to sign up. So 
Incredible. Naomi, <laughs> it has been such an honor and such a blessing to talk to you. Like I said, I'm just so grateful for your friendship and then seeing what it is that you are pouring into the world, pouring into these mothers in this community. It's overwhelming. I am thrilled for them <laughs> uh, and just so honored to know you. Thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Thank you. I loved being here. I love all of you and thank you for watching. Mm -mm. I just love Naomi and the information that she's putting out into the world, especially for mothers. I am so grateful for all of the changes that I've been able to implement by working with wonderful women like Naomi, like Greta, and I will link her show in the notes below, and Teresa from Living Roots Wellness. I will also link her podcast episode. These conversations are so full of hope and possibility. Can you imagine actually working on yourself with such a loving support team? Naomi has been so unbelievably generous with my listeners in that she is offering a huge discount on entrance into her Finding Freedom Collective for you, happy home birthers, for this first week only. You don't have to use a code, just go to the show notes and click the link there to access this beautiful community before May 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern time at this discounted price. This is a steep, steep discount. I will absolutely be involved <laughs> in this community as I navigate postpartum and as I seek community to heal mentally, emotionally, and physically. So I am so looking forward to seeing you there. Okay, my friends, that is all I've got for you for today. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Are you looking to extend the home birth support, encouragement, and education? Join us in our Facebook group, Happy Home Birth Podcast Community, and check us out on Instagram at Happy Home Birth Podcast. 